الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولما ورد ما أمدين وجد عليه أمة من الناس يسقون ووجد من دونهم امرأتين تذودان إلى آخر الآية وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الحياء والإيمان قرنا جميعا فإذا رفع أحدهما رفع الآخر أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم with the passage of time, certain core values that humanity at large possessed and that specifically Muslims prided themselves with start becoming extinct. And it is important that we constantly refer to the Quran and Majid, to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so that we can get realigned on these important values, certain things that were absolutely normal, that were, as they say in Urdu, ghar ki baat, which was something part of our household. It was something that we possessed. But these things begin to leave us, and sometimes, unfortunately, we don't even realize that these values have left us. There's one incident in the Quran and Majid of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, a very amazing incident. And this incident highlights some of these important values, which unfortunately today are becoming extinct. Specifically, aspects relating to haya and modesty, and aspects relating to interaction with the opposite gender. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions a detailed incident of Nabi Musa والسلام, in the Quran Majid, which had taken place 10 years before Musa والسلام, became a Nabi. So he was not a Nabi at that time. 10 years before Nubuwa, this incident had taken place. It's a lengthy incident, we will try and summarize it and highlight the core and important lessons in this incident. Nabi Musa والسلام, had to flee from Egypt because Fir'aun had issued, issued a warrant of arrest for him. Excellency incident would have transpired before that. Nevertheless, Musa والسلام, flees from Egypt. He leaves as is. He did not have any food. He did not have shoes on his feet. And Musa والسلام, escapes towards the direction of Madian. He did not even know the directions. He makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah guides him on the right path. Finally, after seven to eight days of journey, of travel on foot, without any, any shoes, Without any, without any food, living on leaves and shrubs, Musa والسلام, comes to the well of Madian. Madian is in present day Jordan. Musa والسلام, travels all the way from Egypt to Madian. He comes to Madian, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about it in the Quran in Majid. When he came to the watering hole, or the well of Madian, where people would feed their animals and give their animals water to drink. So he came there, وَجَدَ عَلَيْهِ أُمَّةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ يَسْقُونَ He finds that there's a group of shepherds that are feeding their animals. 
And then there was something that caught his attention. وَوَجَدَ مِن دُونِهِمُ امْرَأَتَيْنِ تَزُودَانِ Away from the rest of the, of the people, away from the crowd, on one corner, Musa sees two women. And these two women are standing aloof, they are standing away. They are standing separate. They are not intermingling. They are not mixing. They are standing separate. And they are holding back their shepherds. So Musa والسلام, he was a Nabi of Allah, he was going to become a Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the salient features of the Anbiya والسلام, even before Nubuwat, is their compassion and their love for humanity. They could not see anyone in difficulty, anyone in pain. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa also, when his wife Khadija radiallahu consoled him and comforted him after his first encounter with Jibreel alayhi the praises that she used at that time all show compassion and concern for humanity, assisting people wherever possible. So Musa sees these two women, the weaker gender, standing one side. So he goes up to them with respect and he asks them, Our father is a very old man. Who was the father? The father was none other than a Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi Shuaib so because of our father's advanced old age, not just old man, he's a very old man. So because of our father's advanced old age, he cannot do this on his own. Therefore we are forced, because of the predicament that we are in, we are forced to leave the home. Here again the Quran Sharif is highlighting that a woman will not leave the home under normal circumstances. When there's a need, then she will leave the home. So they say our father is a very old man. Nevertheless, Musa والسلام, as we said, because of his concern for people, to assist people, he takes the animals and he goes to feed the animals. Now, what used to happen was, that this well used to, was covered with a rock. And ten people would carry this rock. Ten shepherds would carry the rock. When they, feed, when they would be over with feeding the animals, they would cover the, rock, they would cover the well again. And these daughters of Shuaib والسلام, they would feed their animals whatever leftover water was there. Whatever leftover water was there, they would feed that to the animals. Musa goes to the well, it was covered. Single-handedly, he removed the rock from the well. Allah blessed him with such strength. And he feeds the animals. Now these women, they go back home. These two girls go back home with the animals. Musa والسلام, is a stranger. He's a foreigner. He has nowhere to go. He's in a desperate situation. He doesn't ask them for help. Why? Because he did something for Allah. He will hope for his reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He goes to a nearby tree and he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A very, very effective dua. Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqeer. A dua that a person should make in desperation. And also the ulama explained that this is a very effective dua to find a spouse, a first wife, not second wife. رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٍ So he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, I am desperately in need of whatever good you may send to me. So nevertheless, Musa alayhi is waiting for the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will make a way out for him. These girls come home. They come home earlier than normal. Because they would normally have to wait for some time and then they would feed the animals with difficulty. 
Yeah, someone came and assisted them, they return home earlier than normal. The father is in his advanced old age. But he was so alert, so alert, that he asked his daughters, why did you come home early? Today Allah forbid we can't ask our daughters and sons why they came home at midnight also. Who are you to ask me? It's my life, leave it to me. Here he asked them, why did you come home early? So alert. And this is what a parent is supposed to be. A parent is supposed to be alert, he's supposed to be understanding what is going on in his child's life. If there's something different happening in my child's life, there's a slight change in behavior. As a responsible parent, I must understand that something is going wrong, something is different in my child's life. I need to intervene before it's too late. So he asked them, why did you come early? They explained the incident of that person that came and assisted them. So Shaykh says to them that it's only right for us to reciprocate the favor that he has done for us. He sends one of his daughters. Again, there was no male to do this task. So he is forced to send one of his daughters. He sends one of his daughters to go and call this man. Now, she's leaving the home because of need. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a description of the walk of this woman. Because Allah is showing us, impressing upon us, that when a woman needs to leave the home, then how she should be conducting herself outside the home. Allah says, فَجَاءَتْهُ إِحْدَاهُمَا تَمْشِي عَلَى اسْتِحْيَا One of these daughters come to Musa والسلام, walking full of bashfulness and modesty. تَمْشِي عَلَى اسْتِحْيَا Allah is recording it in Quran, the walk of this woman, as a lesson for humanity. The Mufassirin explain that although there were no laws of parda in that time, there were no laws of covering the face in that time, but because of her natural quality of modesty, when she comes to Musa والسلام, Ibn Kathir has recorded it, that she takes the corner of her sleeve and she covers her face. Because a woman who is naturally modest, it doesn't allow her for her to speak to a strange man with her face open. She covers her face with the side of her sleeve. And on the side of Musa والسلام, when he realized that it is a strange woman that he is approaching, he doesn't say, Moana said, we can look first time. We look nicely one time. No, no. Not first time, look nicely. First accidental glance. He immediately lowers his head. Immediately he lowers his head. It's a strange woman that's approaching. I can't look at her in the face. It's all a situation of necessity and need. But Allah is showing us that this is how a strange man will, will interact with a strange woman and vice versa. Now she says, she comes to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. Let's just take a scenario. You're walking somewhere, you're standing somewhere, and a woman comes up to you and says, come with me. You'll think one dua of yours got accepted. It's naturally going to give a negative message. Come with me. What do what you mean? There's something suspicious happening. So she doesn't just come and say, she doesn't just come to Musa wasalam, and say, come with me. Rather, she gives a full message. She gives a short but not sweet message. When we, we normally say short and sweet, with the, with the opposite gender, it's short but not sweet. So she says, Inna My father is calling you to repay you for the favor that you have done to us. She gives a full message, no ambiguity whatsoever. 
Why are you calling me? There's it. My father is calling you for this reason. Now Musa والسلام, has to follow her. Again a situation of need. He doesn't know the directions. How is he going to go to the house when he doesn't know where the house is? But still in this situation, the level of haya and modesty, Musa والسلام, says to her, you walk behind me, don't walk in front of me. You walk behind me. If I'm going to walk behind you, how I'm going to give you directions? No need for any conversation also. You don't need to tell me to turn right and left. You throw a pebble in that direction and I'll turn. Throw a pebble in that direction. No need for any unnecessary conversation. Respected friends, as we mentioned in the beginning, these were values that we had. And unfortunately, these values are leaving us. Because of the society that we live in, because of the exposure that we have, all these things are leaving us. And Allah forbid, Allah forbid, it becomes worse when we say that Islam oppresses women by keeping them behind. No, no, Islam gives respect to the woman. Just do a cursory study of those countries in which they, they claim to have women rights and see the, lender of, the, the, see the, the, the level of gender-based violence in those countries. See what is happening to the woman. And then we will understand that the system of Allah can never be replaced. When we replace the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will create such complications for ourselves that we will never be able to find solutions. Perhaps it was Akbar Ilahabadi or one other famous poet of India who mentioned something to this effect, I don't know the exact words, that Nayi tahzib ka natija nirala dekha Jisko batija samaj raha ta, Jisko beta samaj raha ta, batija nikla that this new and modern lifestyle, this lifestyle of freedom, of intermingling, etc. He says that the, that the end result of it is very unique. The one that I always thought was my son was actually my nephew. The one that I always thought was my son was actually my nephew. These are the complications that we will create, respected friends, when we try to replace the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nevertheless, Musa والسلام, now goes... And in this manner, they reached Nabi Shweb alayhi salatu wasalam. Nabi Shweb alayhi salatu wasalam was sitting for, for supper, for dinner. He invites Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to eat. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam says to him, that I fear that this will be a remuneration for the good deed that I have done. And we come from such a household, from such a family, that if we do one good deed, and we are offered the entire world full of gold. We're not prepared to take that in exchange for the one good deed that we did. The level of ikhlas and sincerity, may Allah bless us with this great quality. Doing things only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nevertheless, Shweeb alayhi salatu says to him, no, it's not for that. Rather, it is the custom in my family that naqri dayf wa nut'imut ta'am. We entertain and we feed people. Again, a value that was in all, in most of our homes previously. And unfortunately, it's leaving our homes very, very fast. Very quickly. Now we'll give them the latest, latest chow joints in Durban. There you must go there. The burgers, they, they want the record there. You must go there. So we'll give them all this. But our homes have become closed. Nevertheless, Shreebari Salatu Salam invites Musa Salatu Salam. He sits and eats. Now the daughter, she comes to, to her father and she says, that, oh my father, ya abatista'jir. On her side, as we said, she was forced. They were forced to leave the home. They were not doing it happily. They were not doing it because we're getting our freedom. They were doing it because of the circumstance that they were in. 
Now they found a suitable replacement. Someone who can do this job for us. They come and suggest to the father, Ya Abat Ista'jir, Oh my father, employ this person. Employ this person because this person is capable and he's trustworthy. So he has the two qualities that are required to do any job. He needs to be capable to do the job and he needs to be trustworthy. Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullahi in Marif Quran and this he writes, he complains about Pakistan. He says that we have trustworthy people but we don't have capable people. When I read this, I say we in a problem, we don't have both. We don't have capability and we don't have trustworthiness. So the, they suggest that employ him because they, this person is capable and he's trustworthy. Again the father, so alert. How do you know these qualities of this strange man? First time you interacted with him, you know so much about him. How you know so much about this strange man? So alert the father was. So then she explains, with regards to him being capable, he's so strong that 10 people normally carry that rock. He himself single-handedly could carry that rock. And the second thing with regards to his honesty and trustworthiness, regarding him making her walk behind him and not in front of him, that shows that he's an honest person, he's a person of morals and ethics. Now Sayyib alayhi salatu wasalam suggests to Musa alayhi salatu some time has run out, we'll complete the story very quickly, suggests to him that why don't you marry my daughter? He was looking for a long-term investment, not short-term. Why don't you marry my daughter? This is a person who doesn't have shoes, but he is offering his daughter in marriage to him. Because he doesn't have wealth, but he has the wealth of values. And that is, that is the real wealth. The wealth of this world, material wealth will come and go. The real wealth he has, he has values in him. He offers his daughter, and the mahar is, the, the condition is, that you must work for me for eight years. You work for me for eight years, fine atmamta ashran from in Indic, if you want to give two more years, that is extra from your side. Musari salatu salam, He's making an agreement, but so clear. He's making an agreement with his future father-in-law who is a Nabi also. He says to him, ذَلِكَ baini wa baynak. This is the arrangement. Very clear. No ambiguity in the dealings. If I want, I will complete eight years. And if I want to give that extra two years, I will give it. If I don't give it, you can't hold it against me. The lesson that we learn from here, live like brothers but deal like strangers. Sometimes we feel, if I'm going to discuss it now, and then I'm going to upset, I'm going to rock the boat, what's going to happen in the family, I'm not clear uh, if I'm going to come out outright and say, what belongs to you, what belongs to me. Because of the fear, because of the fear of causing some problem earlier on when everything is good. We don't speak about issues, we don't clarify issues, and later on we cause such problems, then we can't speak to each other, and our children and grandchildren can't speak to each other. Let us be clear, there are two Nabis of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, son-in-law and father-in-law, but when it comes to the dealings, dealings must be clear. Time has run out very, very quickly. Just to summarize this incident, the core lessons that we learn from this incident, interaction of Musa salam with the daughters of Nabi Shweb salam it was a circumstance of need. They were forced to leave the home. Father was extremely old. They were forced to leave the home to feed their animals. Musa comes there. He sees these two girls segregated, all alone, standing separate from the men. No intermingling whatsoever. He goes up to them. He asks them what is the matter. He say, we cannot mix with the other shepherds. He assists them. He feeds the animals. 
They go home. The father asks why you came early. So alert as a parent, why you came early. Then he sends one of the daughters to Musa salam to call him. When she walks, she walks with modesty. Allah speaks about it, alastihya, the modesty and bashfulness in which she walked. She covers her face with the side of her sleeve. Although there were no laws of parda, Musa salam lowers his head. When he's going with her, he asks her to stand, to walk behind him, to throw a pebble in the direction that he needed to turn. No unnecessary conversation with a strange woman. And then he comes to Nabi Shweb alayhi salatu wasalam, and Nabi Shweb alayhi salatu offers him his daughter, and then they make that agreement, very very clear agreement, very important issues and lessons from this incident of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, and Nabi Shweb alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah bless us with the correct realization, and allow us to instill and to imbibe these important values into our lives. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين